What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I am your host, Adam Meredith. We are still in San Diego for this episode, and uh, I could not be more excited to bring this conversation to you guys. Before I get to who my guest is, I'd like to first send a big thank you to Convergence Media Group. You guys can go to convergencemg.com and check them out. We've partnered with them, and they have helped us grow um, our brand and the show in a way that uh, I'm not sure I could have maybe have done by myself. You know, we need we need each other. It takes a team, and uh, I'm so happy to have these guys on my team. They work with companies across all industries. They help you with content creation, and they'll help you with the strategy to you know to roll out the content to build your brand in this digital world that we are living. And uh, man, they're they're the best at what they do. So you can go to convergencemg.com, check them out, see what they're all about. But if you are uh, if you do have a brand, if you are a business owner, if you are wanting to grow, maybe even your personal brand, you don't even necessarily have to be a, a, a business owner per se. You know, We all have our own business of ourselves, our personal brand. Maybe you want to build your own personal brand. They work with individuals as well doing that. So check them out, convergencemg.com. Let them know I sent you. I know they will take care of you. And uh, I, I just absolutely love partnering with these guys. And I just know you guys will get benefits as well. So go to ConvergenceMG.com and check them out. Also, big thank you to my good friends over at Jumbo Superfoods. You can go to JumboCBD.com, check out their full line of products. Cannabidiol, it's been shown to help with several things. It aids in your brain health and it aids in your gut health and it aids in mood regulation and inflammation control. And this one cannabinoid is helping with a ton of different things. It's an adaptogen. You know, the cannabis plant is, uh, you know, it contains hundreds of cannabinoids. And this one particular one is helping people in a big way so you can go to jombocbd.com check out the full line of products they have over there i absolutely love their muscle bomb i absolutely uh, i absolutely love their cinnamon spray um the drops are amazing we give it to our you know i give it to my kids we give it to our pet um, the whole household is using CBD, and um, I know you guys can benefit. I know you guys can get benefits from it as well. I'm very confident in that. So go to jombocbd.com, use the code outside when you check out, and then you'll save 20% off of that entire order. Also, they are typically doing buy two get one free. So if you throw two in your cart, you get that third one for free, and then you save 20% off of the entire thing. So that's a win-win for everybody, and um, I know you guys will absolutely love what they're doing. It's all premium ingredients, none of the fillers, none of the junk, and if you are interested in the quality of the CBD or of the, the hemp that they're using, then you can go to their website, and they do test everything, and they display those results on their website so full transparency you know what you're getting none of the junk none of the fillers go to jumbocbd.com check them out 
One more time, use the code outside at checkout and you'll save 20% off of the entire order. All right, my guest today, I sit down with Jimmy Kindred. So let me tell you the story. I get into San Diego. My producer, Rick, picks me up. We're driving up the highway. He's like, dude, I've met one of the one of the best humans, one of the most amazing humans I've ever met. And, uh, you know, he proceeds to tell me about uh, meeting Jimmy and uh, his girlfriend, Shiloh, who uh, were in, in, in attendance at uh, Brendan Bouchard's. I might have messed up his name. Brendan's uh, three-day workshop held here in San Diego, and they met there, and they connected, and it's just so crazy how the universe works, and, you know, when you live with intention, what unfolds in your life, and uh, having met Jimmy and and, uh, shared some time and and, uh, having this conversation with him, I'm just, I'm just so convinced of you know the the power of living with intention and taking action and you know the law of attraction and the law of radiation and just you know just living with purpose and intention it 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 unfolds so much possibility in your life so man super pumped to bring this conversation with you or bring this conversation to you uh, you know, Jimmy is doing some amazing things. I don't really even know what, like, what titles to even put on it. You know, he's an entrepreneur. He's um, Jimmy's on a mission to, you know, bring clean water and infrastructure to this village in Peru, and he's doing a lot of amazing things. Um, we talk a little bit about essential oils. We talk a lot about ayahuasca and his time in peru and what one might expect if they are interested in doing ayahuasca and what it takes to you know the lead up and the integration and everything surrounding that particular plant medicine we do a deep deep dive into ayahuasca and you know a lot of the benefits that you know jimmy has had since you know traveling down to peru and and going through these ceremonies and it's uh he's just a fascinating human i I really enjoyed his energy. I really enjoyed the conversation, and I'm I'm ecstatic to bring this conversation to you guys. If you are interested in ayahuasca, if you are interested in the plant medicine, this is for sure a conversation you guys are going to enjoy. Um, so, without any further ado, I just I just want to bring this conversation to you guys. Uh, I'm just gonna quit rambling. So, we have Jimmy Kindred. Let's gain some perspective, everybody. That's a great sound. Oh, you're kidding me. Right? We got to hear some music. That's amazing. Dude, we're wow. locked in. We're locked in, brother. That's incredible. <laughs> so I'm going to do a clap cuz that will sync our audio. <clears throat> um actually, I should probably hit record. Oh, did you already hit record, Rick? And I just stopped it. So I'll hit record again. <laughs> That's okay. I might just keep all this in the audio version. That's awesome. And then people get the bonus stuff. All right, and then I'll, I'll clap again. <laughs> all right. And, uh, and, and this is it, Jimmy. We're rocking and rolling, brother. Gotcha. I, uh, good to be here, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> but um, 
Rick's good. Everybody's good. Okay, cool, dude. So thank you so much for like sitting down with me and doing this. Life is such an adventure. You know what I mean? Like you just never know who's going to come into your life and what path you're going to cross and how things are going to unfold. Yeah. And uh, I feel like there's been a whole bunch of things kind of leading to this and then like serendipitously. I mean, you met Rick at, at the conference this weekend and here we are today. So I think I might want to kind of start there if you're cool with that. Can you tell me about the conference this weekend? So like what, what's going on? What brought you there? Like, Absolutely, yeah. Um, it was perfect. I just actually just, I just got back from Peru for – I was in Peru for two weeks. <clears throat> and uh, we went to the Brandon Bouchard's conference. It, it was called the High Performance Experience. Yeah. A good friend of mine, he's a, he's a coach, and he invited us to go, and I brought a couple friends. And uh, we just had an opportunity to really – tune in our lives and, and get focused on what matters and what's important. And yeah. uh, I don't know if you can see this here, but <clears throat> it, the whole gist is live, love, matter. If you know anything about Brendan Bruchard, that's his message. And so the whole conference was around that. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing I love about going to personal development conferences, the people you meet are really where the wealth is. Right. So, you know, as a result, I met you, just incredible people. Yeah. You're, you leave filled with ideas and inspiration and notes and guidelines of, of new actions to take in your life. So, yeah, that, that brought me to, to meet you. Right, so, dude. Excellent. So live, love, matter. And then that's like those were the – explain that, like the concept behind that for me because I thought that was so cool. You explained it to me earlier. Yeah. It's, it's like those are the three things that you ask, right? Yeah. Well, Brendan got in a car accident uh, when he was in Dominican Republic. Yeah. And he almost died. And from that experience, he was able to live and he started asking the question, you know, did I make a difference in the world? Have I lived substantially? Have I loved? Have I been loved? And yeah. it, have I lived a life that matters? And so um, I've been following him for quite some time. I've read a few of his books and this is the first time I got the opportunity to, to hear him live yeah. and speaking to those things. So I think that's, all, that's something we all want. We want to make a difference. We want to have a life that's significant. Yeah. So I've yeah. kind of made it uh, something I like. To, I, I enjoy going to conferences where I get inspired in new levels of ideas. And so that happened. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, when you put yourself in, in like in that environment with people that are kind of living on a very similar vibration as you and they have um, like similar goals and like like mindedness, that's really like you said, that's where a lot of the benefit is when you go to these conferences or I like to attend um, like workshops with health and fitness. Yeah. And it's the same thing. You meet all these people who have traveled from all over who have like the same passions and kind of same way of thinking or similar thought processes. And um, you just find this synchronicity and like your vibrations and a lot of things can grow from there, I found. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a meet new business partners, you yeah. meet new ideas. And, yeah. and uh, you know, in this case, I've left with a notebook full of insights. And today I'm actually going to do some journaling around that. Right. So I think that's a key thing you do when yeah. you leave a conference is you integrate and take notes and you know, what can you capture from that whole experience that then lives in your life? Yeah. Um, there's no sense in getting motivated, getting excited if you don't then have a process then to, to integrate and, and how do you bring these new ideas in your life? Yeah, actually so, implement those. What, what's that? Yeah, actually implement <laughs> Absolutely, those things, yeah. right? So many people, I feel, there's a lot of, um, I, I've heard this term I like, it's called success zombies, like yeah. where they love to go to those things and they love, I mean, you get charged up, right? But then you go home afterwards and you don't actually do anything with it. They just they like to just 
consume, consume, consume the success material. But the the next step is you really do have to integrate it and and put it into your life and actually do something with it. It's 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 the whole point of learning is to what 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 then does your life look like as a result of learning? Right, right. Hey, can we stop for a second? I am sweating my balls off from that trick. And I'm gonna, like, <laughs> I'm just gonna like get some fresh air. And no come worries. Back. Is that okay. Yeah, go ahead. You're good. And now we're rocking and okay. rolling again. Um, cool. So we could just pick up where we left off. Um, you're good now, though? Yeah, All thank good? you. Cool. Fantastic. Um, I really want to read Brendan's book. I actually just got his, uh, was it like Six Habits of Highly Successful People? Is that one, what it was called? Um, I, I don't know if that's one of Brendan's. I, the first one I read was Motivation Manifesto. Yeah. Uh, he wrote another one called The Charge Life. And uh, there's another one he just came out with called The Millionaire Secrets, I believe. I've, re- I've read uh, those first two. The is Motivation Manifesto is really uh, good. Okay. If you need a kick in your butt yeah. to just level up your life a little bit, that's yeah. a good read. It's a good quick read to you know just start looking at your life in yeah. a different perspective. Yeah. I have to check it out. Yeah, because I just got his new book. I just can't remember what it's called because he does like the buy one, like you buy it for free. And oh, he's good. He's good. Yeah, that whole like the free plus funnel is yep. is ingenious it's yep. like just get them in give them my stuff and they'll see the value yeah um but that's cool man so you were just back from peru like, yes sir <laughs> yes sir <laughs> please tell me about that so like what took you down to peru yeah i have to breathe into that because um it's such an extraordinary experience i've, I've been in there now six times and uh I, I was invited, actually like four years ago, I, I really started getting into personal development. And okay. I, I went to a conference. And during that time in my life, actually I was going through a divorce. <clears throat> and during that time in my life, I made a decision to say yes to interesting invitations. I just had a standing thing that like, I just said yes. Yeah. And um, you know, in, in life, you're looking for new things, but if you keep doing the same things, you get the same results. So right. I was like, yeah, I'm, gonna s- I'm saying yes to anything interesting. And uh, one of my partners in this personal development conference, she happened to work, start working with these different plant medicines and gave me the invitation to go to Peru. And I didn't know anything about, we work with a medicine called ayahuasca. I had no idea anything about it. I didn't know anybody in my circle that had ever worked with this kind of anything. So you never heard of it or? I heard Joe Rogan talk about it like okay. four years previously. But okay. N- nobody in my life. Right. I, so I didn't know Joe Rogan. So nobody in my life that I could relate to. Right. But what I heard when I heard Joe Rogan talk about it, and there's also a movie called um, DMT, The Spirit Molecule. Right. That's on Netflix. I've I watched, watched that. that. And and a the titles, The Spirit Molecule. Don't we all want more spirit in our life? Yeah. So it, she invited me to Peru, and uh, me and two other friends from this conference, we went, and it was just ended up being truly one of the most beautiful experiences of my lifetime times a million. Really? And at that point in my life, I've always been a seeker of wisdom and experience and knowledge, and I've traveled uh, extensively, and I've just, I've had a very, very full life. And I will tell you, nothing, nothing compares to what I felt, what I experienced, what I felt in my body, what I learned. My heart got opened. Um... So, you know, the, the gist of it, there's all throughout the Amazon and there are shamans, which are medicinal doctors that use plants, right? So there's, there's a problem with your lung, your kidneys, you break a leg. There's no doctor, right? right? You're, you, 
these people have, for thousands of years have learned how to use the plants that are all around them to heal. Right. And they literally, they know that every single plant has medicine in it. Every single plant has medicine in it. And there's a particular plant that is incredibly powerful. It's called ayahuasca. And it's a brew. It kind of looks like chocolate molasses. That is, it's a combination of two plants, ayahuasca and a, and a plant called chacruna. That these are brewed together over a period of like three days. And from that comes this mixture that is, it's thick and doesn't necessarily taste amazing uh, at, by any stretch of the imagination. Right. But what it does for your life is just nothing short of miraculous. And uh, so I, I went through this, this series, they call them ceremonies, right? So it's not something you take lightly. It's not a joy ride. It's no joke. It's, right. it's deep, deep emotional, physical, psychological healing. And I, I'd taken Adderall for 15 years because I had ADD and my mind was always racing. And, <clears throat> and I, again, I could talk about this subject for days, but yeah. it was the first time in my life that my mind was silent. And really? that was just one of the gifts. And wow. I've never had w any desire whatsoever to take Adderall or, or any synthetic drugs or, or anything. So, so that experience helped you kind of just stop that cold turkey? Uh, One million percent. Wow. Yeah, I had to get off of it for 30 days before I went. Before going? Yeah, okay. there's, a, there's a strict diet that you go on to prepare your body. Um, a, a good way that I explain this experience to people is like Moses went up to Mount Sinai. He took his shoes off and he went to meet God. Right. Working with these particular plants is a very similar experience. It is a sacred, it's a sacred experience where you you are confronted with your life, right? the good, the bad, and the other ugly. And ayahuasca, is there, it's a plant teacher, right? It's literally like the Google of everything. It's a teacher. It can give you insight and knowledge to anything that's happened in your life, helps you reframe things, um, gives you new perspective on your life. I mean, it, there, it's th th for countless ways, it, it's, it's a teacher. It's, a, it's a, an intelligent plant it connects with your biology and begins to heal you of w the disease in your body so anyway that first experience i remember looking at the uh, you know laying out in the my back looking out through the jungle stars and you've never seen stars like the stars in the jungle and All right. and so grateful f to be alive and so grateful for what i'd just been through and i just the thought came i can't not share this with people yeah. And so for the last four years, I've been taking trips down there and bringing groups of, you know, anywhere from eight to 15 people the most. And I speak Spanish and translating with these shamans. Um, I work with these beautiful, beautiful people that the particular couple that we work with, it's a, f a lady who healed herself of cancer using plant medicine. Oh, wow. And her son. So they bring thousands of years of their knowledge of working with the plants and, and what does what. And, and how to administer these plants in a sacred way. And I, I kind of facilitate the group and work on preparing people for what's ahead and how to get ready and the diet to go on and then make sense of what you're experiencing and, um, and then try to integrate your lessons as much as possible. So, oh. yeah, so I just I got back from Peru um, a week or so ago, and I'm getting ready for another group in, in June. And, and I'm, it's just, it's becoming increasingly a bigger part of my life. I know people everywhere that are suffering of all kinds of things. Right. Addiction and, and depression, trauma, things from their childhood, things they're dealing with now. And yeah. a good way to describe ayahuasca is a thousand counseling sessions in, in a night. Right. It helps you address the trauma. Unbelievably um, quick 
literally. And some things take time, right? right? You messed up your life over a period of time. So not everything gets healed right away, but the amount of healing that is possible in a night yeah. is is otherworldly. It's like the years of therapy. Years of therapy. It's otherworldly. Um, and I'm learning to work with the planet at higher level. I've, I've they go, sit with that. I've sat with it like 56 times, which is a fair amount, but not not too too wild either. Yeah, and there's, I, yeah. I'm learning to work with it. You learn to work with the medicine to listen to it and and direct the medicine f with your intention. You go into these ceremonies with a very clear intention of what you're looking for. And that's super important, right? Oh, um, and I will tell you, the last time I was there, I got physical healing on my back. My back's been giving me problems for years, and no chiropractor, no, I do yoga as much as possible, nothing was able to release what I released through drinking plants in, right. your, in my physical skeleton, in my energetic body, in my muscles. And so it's, it's fascinating. And yeah. I, I, it's the most fascinating I've, I've, I don't know, there's not there's a lot of books out on it, but I've read like eight books on it. I just, it's, it's such a fascinating uh, experience and such a fascinating thing to learn and, 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 and have bring in your life. Yeah. You know, what fascinates me the most is there are almost an infinite number of combinations of things that you can mix in the jungle yeah. and and you know dmt dimethyltryptamine right which is like the active ingredient in ayahuasca like that's in most living things right and yet whenever from my understanding whenever you talk to like the people of the jungle they often say the plants told them how to make this yeah and it's like it's like whoa you know, you know what i mean like how could you have possibly figure out put this root with this plant brew them and then now you're talking to god yeah it, it's interesting i you know i asked the shaman i work with um you know who's your mentor right because there's a lot to know with different plants and she said that exact same thing she so said the plants teach me directly yeah the plants teach them uh, where to go how to what to brew and it's just it it's learning at a at a level it's understanding at a level there's just not language for. Right. You know, so we're having this conversation. We're trying to approach a little bit what happens. Yeah. You know, for anybody listening, I would just tell you, we there's nothing in your life <laughs> yeah. that it just, it's, we don't have language for it. Our language is far too small, far too limited. Yeah. Far too, um, we're not used to living in a world of miracles. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe some are, some, but it's a miraculous experience and a miraculous plant. And it completely opens your mind and life to so much that's always available. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah, like no matter what noise we make with our face, it's not really going to bring it justice. I always have a hard time trying to um, explain to people, like I've had some pretty powerful experiences with like psilocybin yeah. or even um, like the more concentrated form of DMT. And it, it, just nothing I can say can ever <laughs> describe it to somebody. And whenever I try, especially if you've never experienced it, they just look at you with this glossed over face. They're just like, cool. <laughs> like, all right, buddy. Like, um, so how does one prepare for such an experience? Like, what kind of timeline would somebody need to, like, take into account when they're getting ready for a trip like this? Yeah, great question. And, you know, there, and there are places that don't take it very serious, you know. Um, what I tell people, it's your, it's your, you have, so we do like five ayahuasca ceremonies typically and a, another plant we work with is called San Pedro and San we Pedro. do floral baths and a variety of things. But 
I, I, so let's say you're doing five ayahuasca ceremonies. I look at it like you have five wishes for a genie in a bottle. Okay. Like literally like, what do you want to know? What do you understand? You got five, you know, or whatever. You've you got five questions you can really dive in deep and understand and completely transform your life in five areas. Mm -hmm. So take it very serious, right? Take it very serious what those opportunities are. So the more you take, there's a diet, and the more you mentally, emotionally prepare, the deeper typically your experience is. The plant somehow knows, and you know, if you've taken it seriously or yeah. if you've been flippant about it. So generally speaking, you know, the more you can do, even earlier on, the better. But yeah. um, the minimums that you want to do, you want to get off of all pork. Um, and it's fascinating. Why not pork? But get yeah. up, you, um, you want to get off all pork just products? Not meat, just pork. Um, even all meat. And here's something. We, we take on the, the characteristics of the food that we eat. So we eat food that has nutrients in it, but it also has attributes of whatever that living thing was. Yeah. So the more live, vibrant plants you can eat, the better, right? M and m most of our meat is processed. It's filled with hormones and chemicals and, and all kinds of garbage. And a lot of the, the meat that we eat, they're conscious that they're dying. And so they know, pigs, for example, they know they're dying. They're very evolved animals. And I didn't know about this before, <laughs> but I, are you kidding me? I didn't, I didn't yeah. have any grasp of this whatsoever, but specifically with you know pigs yeah they know they're going to the slaughter and they secrete into their bones and muscles and their meat a fear hormone and oh. you, you ingest that and you take on the attributes of the all the food you eat wow and so they will eat in, in peru they'll eat wild boar yeah because it's wild and it's nothing wrong with the meat it's the life of that of that animal. Right. It's like the way in which it went about, right? If it's, yep. is it like a factory farm animal or is it, you know, like a piece of, uh, like elk, you know what I mean? Yeah. That you went out and you got, and it was just living its life. Mm -hmm. And then it was a very quick type yeah. of thing. And this, yeah, very, very different, Big difference. you know, and I'm not quite the sensitive. I know people that they can immediately feel energy of an animal. Yeah. I, more and more as I'm cleaning up my own diet and eating more plant-based diet, more water, I can feel some levels of that stuff, but there are people that immediately, that they just won't eat meat because of that. They can feel the life of that animal, right? And mm -hmm. a little bit of what it went through. Wow. So, so at a minimum, you want to get off that. Um, you, if, you're, if you're, it's a deeply um, spiritual experience and, and you're the, the, your mind needs to be in the right space. Yes. And so if you're on psych you know, any, any kind of drugs for depression SSRIs, or yeah. that you can't have that. So that's a challenge for some people. You got to clean that up at least a month before you go. Okay. I mean, some things, maybe two weeks, but you want to, you want to have a clean mind, a clean body to start working with these medicines. That makes and sense. so, you know, there's uh, to understand that ideally and in, in, in the Western world, we're more casual than what, you know, historically people have done. They, they just ate plantains and dry fish and water. I mean, like oh, nothing. Really? So we, our diet, we allow for more things, but right. you want to get off of caffeine, um, as little sugar as possible, spicy food, fermented foods. You don't uh, want those. You don't want those. Oh. Yeah. So at least two weeks out, no sex, no cannabis. Okay. Um, and, and why no sex masturbation? You want to have your own energy field, be in as much integrity as possible and preserve your energy. Oh, so, okay. and then, you know, start meditating, do yoga, just literally prepare it like it's a very sacred experience. And so 
even what you have in your in your in your environment, right? So the kind of music you listen to, you just you you want to be in a clean as clean of emotional mental state as possible. Yeah. So something that puts you at ease and yeah. relaxes you and helps you center yourself. Yeah. You if if you you definitely don't want to work with some of these plants if you're in a chaotic space and and it, there's some level of fear involved. Yeah. It's impossible to not have. I didn't know any idea what I was getting myself into. Right. Um, so I, I was prepared. You, you, everybody has some level of fear because it's the unknown. You're dealing with an unknown. You can't possibly completely prepare, but following the diet as much as you can and putting your heart in the right space for the things that you're going to learn and the things you're going to experience is, is definitely key. Yeah. I've learned that, yeah, you, anytime you're dealing with a plant medicine, you definitely have to be in the right mental space. Yeah. Yeah. When you're not like, that's whenever these difficult experiences are like, or challenging experiences, how I usually like to call them. Like that's when those usually arise. Anytime I've ever had like a challenging experience with something, it's always because like I, I didn't, I didn't respect the medicine yeah. and I, I didn't, um, I wasn't just in, I wasn't in the best headspace, mm-hmm. and I did it anyway. And like you quickly learn, like that that presents its own way of learning yep. too, right? Like you quickly learn, like whoa, you should probably respect these and, mm-hmm. and be in the right space before you do something like this. Yeah, they, they call it set and setting. Yeah, and, set and, and setting. specifically, what I like about the place I go to, there's probably a hundred different lodges you can work with in in Peru. Yeah, um, a lot of them are very rustic, and the the experience is very difficult because you're sleeping on a tough bed, you're getting bit by all kinds of bugs. It's yeah. just it's it's the living on top of the medicine's difficult, so where we go is a it's a really nice lodge. It's called Lakshmi, okay. and uh, it's so it's comfortable. It's on a river overlooking this this heaven basically, and birds everywhere. And the air there is ten times more oxygenated than here. Oh, There's wow. pink river dolphins. It's just a magical, magical place. There's no other word for it. Wow. So part of part of the set and setting is you're hearing and experiencing nature, right? You're you're in a place in the plant's biosphere. Your, your body rhythms get more in a natural state. You sleep well. You just, you're really, really connected to nature yeah. in the environment of ayahuasca. And there's just something really special to that. Yeah. Um, and it's, again, it's the, the, you're diffusing, you, you're breathing this beautiful air. You're breathing in plant-diffused everything, and you just feel incredibly alive. So the location, and then there's, there's no Wi-Fi. You're not on your phone. You know, a lot of times you can, there are places you can have ceremony, they call it in the States, but you're in traffic the next day. Yeah. So this is, you're dedicated. This is what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you're resting, you're thinking, we do integration circles. And so the, the whole experience is built around everybody's unique healing and, yeah. and some silence and some alone time and time of reflection. And in the world we live in, that is a rarity. It really it is such a rarity. So just to be able to literally just to be able to sit and look at the ocean and look at the clouds and feel gratitude for your life and gratitude for nature. Yeah. And gratitude for the beauty all around you and the beauty that your life and the challenge of your life and just really breathe that in. And it, it's a gift. It's a, just a gift. And just to be able to like connect with nature because we do come from nature oh. there's a reason why we feel so good when we unplug and we get away from all of like the electromagnetic like a magnetic fields of you know wi-fi and electricity and all the things of like mm-hmm. modern luxuries in the city you know what i mean tvs and computers like there are invisible fields that mm-hmm. enter that you know that uh 
that we interact with, like our energy interacts with. And like, for example, I don't even have, I, I don't, I took all electronics out of my bedroom. Like there's no TV mm, in there. there. Like I don't do work in there because it affects your sleep at night. And, and there's a very real connection between us and like the invisible world of nature that people just don't understand. So when you unplug hmm. and you reconnect with nature and you go barefoot and you, you touch the ground hmm. and you connect with hmm. the earth and you disperse all of this tension out of your body and you find like this, um, like this homeostatic state, it, there's just nothing like it. There's, you feel so much better when you just get out of all of like the civilized world oh. and you just connect with nature where we came from. Yeah, one the these the indigenous group that we work with are called the Shipibo. They're the most beautiful people on the planet. They're just they're just connected with nature in a way I've never known human beings. And they, they their experience of God is different than ours, right? And I kinda learned a little bit about this in one of my last ceremonies. The the way they look at God is God's not separate from them. God's not this being that's outside and judging them. That God is in them, through them and everywhere, like air. Right, God is in the air. It's in you, and uh, they're happy. They're happy people, and it's really interesting to see the joy that these people have in living so closely to to Gaia and God. They don't have where we go. I think the average income is two hundred fifty dollars a year. Oh, yeah. So if anybody's going to be upset that they don't have the things that we think we need, right. these are happy people. Mm -hmm. They have nothing, and they have these beautiful magnetic smiles, and they're at peace, and they don't deal. Um, talking to our shaman, they don't sh they do not deal with the stresses and the anxieties in the in the emotional turmoil that we go through. They just don't deal with it. Yeah, like the man-made stressors cow. that we put on. They our don't. Life. They don't. They look at us like we're aliens. Like we we live such a difficult life compared to them. Right. Because we're dis partly we're disconnected from nature. One hundred percent, we're disconnected yeah. from nature. Um, how many? How large is that village? Yeah. So one one of the cool things that that you know when you have joy you want to share it so right next to the lodge we work at there's a little village about 1500 people it's called the 29th of october <laughs> <laughs> and uh so part of our trips we've st started to notice there's a need there and uh they don't have clean water they drink out of the river which just filled with feces and, and bacteria and, bacteria and all kinds of stuff and, and they don't the, the government doesn't help them with anything basically and mm. and and they literally hunt in this village they they have like they they have electricity generator turns on for like an hour or two but they hunt for their food they fish for the food they grow their own food they don't live that much differently than their people lived a hundred years ago they just really don't right <laughs> and uh so yeah one of the things we started doing we we have a commitment we're going to bring them clean water um we're talking to one of our mutual friends patricia about a, an, an educational academy there and yeah and really a cooperative partnership with these beautiful people. Um, the, the lady we work with, she's got 160 acres, and we're, we're exploring growing medicine on her property to provide additional jobs and income for these people. That's exciting. So, I mean, people from all the world come there, and they get healing, and we want to give back to these beautiful medicines and these beautiful people. And, and it's, you know, we have what, what we can do for them will change their life. Just like these medicines and sharing their ways with us has changed my life and so many other people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy to think that there are people who don't have access to clean water, oh. but there are so many people. You know what I mean? It's, it's easy to be in here, like be here in America 
and just think that everything is the way it is here. But when you start going out into the world, which is something I really look forward to, I haven't done a whole lot of traveling outside of the States. And it's something I really look forward to because it does open up your mind to say, it's not all like sunshine and rainbows. Like there are really people out here who are struggling and they don't have these human needs that we need, these basic needs like clean water. Yeah, so that's, that's super powerful. So um, there's like what, like what, what, what's what's the step like how could if, if anybody wanted to like help you with that like what can people do to maybe help with that or to specifically the water yeah with like yeah, helping the people of, of the tribe and and maybe contribute to bringing water to to that village yeah um probably best way is email me okay. jimmy kindred like kindred spirit at gmail.com okay and uh so, you know, we bring groups and part of what we do is help them. But if anybody is inspired to help in addition to that, yeah. we would we would love it. Um, one of the, the shaman that we work with, she's literally like saved my life and so many other people in the village that she grew up in today doesn't have electricity or running water. And wow. so we're also committed to helping her bring, she's bought these plant medicines that have been healing, but they need healing electricity. They need healing water in yeah. their communities. Yeah. And so, yeah, any any anybody that feels inspired and a connection to, to help with that, um, reach out to me and I'll, we'll do whatever we can to help you be part of what we're doing. Right on, right yeah. on. And I'll put that in like the show notes so people can kind of have like access Great. and easy to get to. But yeah, when Rick was telling me about that, I'm like, that is so amazing. And um, it, it made me really think about, um, I was telling Rick and Patricia on the way here and, and we were talking about Peru and all of this and... Um, what started me on this journey with podcasting was I wanted to connect with people and I really wanted to develop like a sense of empathy because, uh, you know, I fought MMA and it's, it's a very like, you know, it's a very masculine world and it's all about proving something. You kind of have an ego and a chip on your shoulder. And I mean, there's just all this like butting of heads and you're very, um, when you're an athlete in, the, in that way, it's a very selfish life. You just kind of think of what you have and like your goals and what you need to do. And I've, as, as I've transitioned past that, I've, I've realized that I've lived my whole life as this athlete with like a chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't really take the time or develop um, like a true appreciation for like connecting with people and like that sense of empathy. And I feel like it's, it's so important just mm-hmm. in life to be able to connect with people and to feel for them. So one that that put me um kind of on the path of wanting to go to peru and and try ayahuasca which that's i mean that's a whole journey in itself and it's it's a little bit harder to get down there sometimes so in conjunction with that i'm like well i love podcasting and i want to connect with people and i want to have these conversations so i started the podcast as also a way to like i only do these in person because i want to like have a real connection and an actual conversation and i wanted to like develop that sense of empathy and um, like through actual connections. So it's just really, um, I don't even know for lack of a better word, like weird almost <laughs> like that, like I'm here now and, and Rick had met you and like I've already been on the podcast path, but like the podcast path brought me like full circle back to the original goal for me, which was to hopefully get down to Peru and, and experience this medicine and change my life in a major way, even more so than the change that has happened just from even starting this podcast. So it's just, it's just so cool to see how everything kind of comes full circle and like work together and yeah. like the people that you connect with. Man, I, one thing I've learned recently life just continually gives me the chills <clears throat> is the things, you know, in ceremony set intentions, 
whatever you, you know, Jesus says, seek and you shall find, ask and it shall be opened unto you. And the universe literally works like that. Yes. So it's interesting. I met at this conference, I met a month ago. We said, let's bring trees and let's grow medicine. I met somebody at the conference. So that's now on my radar. I met somebody at the conference whose husband is, is like the president of the Nursery Association of America. Something, I mean, he's like the best guy on the planet if I do this. Right. They have a friend. We need a water engineer. They have a friend that's a water engineer. Yeah. So you start declaring what you're looking for in life and be, be intentional about this is what I want. Yes. And then start looking for it in your life. The things that you're looking for are looking for you. Rumi says that, right? Whatever you're looking for is looking for you. I believe right? it. People are looking to serve each other and help each other, and they, things will start falling out of the sky. And uh, two things has kind of come up, if I can share this. Please. I, uh, there's a lot that you can learn from nature, and one of, the, one of the fascinating things I remember just really tuning into is ants. If you watch ants, they're just all about helping each other. Yes. Right? They, they have a colony, but they're, none of them are thinking about their own needs or taking a break. And I don't know how they do it, but you, you can see ants that travel who knows how far, and they meet up with each other and exchange information. Yeah. Where, where's the food source? Where's home? I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> right. But they're connecting, and they're sharing information, and they're lifting each other's burdens, and they're making the pathway easier for one another. Yes. And uh, in the jungle, I made, made a little song, We Should All Be Like Ants. I mean, we should all be like ants. Ants teach us how to be human beings. Right, they connect. Let's connect with each other. We all have things that, for us, are easy to give. Yes. That for somebody in that moment could be a game changer, a glass of water, right, extra pair of shoes, whatever that we have in excess. That for somebody else is changes their world and life, and that's a teaching. And, and another uh, uh, quote that just popped in my mind is, "We're all just walking each other home." Mm. Right. We are all in our own path you know, helping each other, learning and growing and sharing knowledge and light and love and information. We're all going to the same place. Yes. We're all walking each other home. And it may feel in some moments that you're under-resourced or you have more than somebody else, and it doesn't matter. We are all in the same boat. We're all on the same planet. Yeah. We all have a, a, a desire to, to love, live, and, and matter and make a difference. We all want the same things. The core of who we are, we all want the same things. Yes. And we're here to support each other in that. And um, I just think also in life, the sooner you realize that, that, that your life becomes amazing to the degree that you can help other people have their life be amazing, your life, you get way more by giving to people than you could ever possibly get in going out seeking for your own anything. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, right? Yeah. And that you're that way. I can I can see it in your eyes and your desire to teach and inspire and all the listeners around here. You do this. It's you know you do this as a love of your heart. Yeah. To one thing in this podcast or one thing in your life that can touch somebody that they can hear something that gives them hope to to do something different. So you're you're one of the difference makers in the world for sure, Adam as well. Thank you, trying. Yeah. Um, one of the things I like to think about is. Um, I can't remember where I heard it, but like everybody is just me living a different life. Mm. Like we're all God experiencing its, our, you know, itself. You know what I mean? So I try to just look at people, the, the, the individual details may d be different, mm -hmm. but like you said, like we're all the same. You know what I mean? Like we're all gods. We're all like, we're all 
we all have the same basic human needs. You know, we all want love. We all have fear. We all experience mm. joy and sadness. Like there are these overarching like human archetypes that we all experience, but people feel like we're all so different sometimes. And um, it's a shame because we're, we're all connected. Everything's connected. Everything is, is intertwined in some form or fashion. Yeah. Um, again, that's, that, that's something that you viscerally learn in ayahuasca because I, I saw the world as a lot of separation. I yeah. saw myself as separate from animals and separate from plants and separate from other human beings. Yes. Better, worse, some level of judgment, right? Some level of judgment. And anytime you have a judgment for yourself or other people, you literally separate yourself from them. Yes. And indigenous people have known these teachings and these truths and, and I think more and more we're we're starting to relearn or remember these things that we are we all there's a, th a million different language for it but we're all cut from the same cloth and we all we all have the the vibrancy and the energetic of God within us yes. and and we're all just walking to each other and we're, we all all are here for the same purpose and cause and um, we're all meant to support and heal each other just like the forest does, right? And again, trees, how they support one another. That You look at how trees, they send nutrients to the ones that are deficient. Right. There's a massive network, and, and it's not about me, right? It's, it's not about an individual tree. It, they're connected underground yeah. to this massive network of sharing information, and they do that to be in harmony. Mm -hmm. And again, you can, what can you learn from nature? Na nature doesn't see itself separate. It's in harmony with it, it's with itself. Yeah. Right. And it's a fierce world for nature too. You want to see a beetle fight or whatever, but it's in harmony. Everything works in harmony, and we're really meant to come back to that. And I think what's beautiful about the time we're living in right now, more and more people are waking up to that. More and more people are, are realizing that we're in this together and let's do it together. Let's all win. Let's yeah. find a way that we can all win and, and live here in peace. We all and can. We all can. We have the technology. We have the ability like never before. There's to, an to abundance. Do, it's every, we have everything. Yeah. Yeah. We really do. Um, you know, it really blew my mind, which the, the very first time I ever I did DMT, like in the more concentrated form, yeah. um, that's whenever I, f I, I first truly understood that um, I have a body, I am not my body. Because mm. for the longest time, I always thought that, uh, I always identified like with this physical space, like this physical self, what I see in the mirror, that is Adam. And the first time I, I did dimethyltryptamine, like I was, I was alone, maybe not the best idea, but I, I had to go on a lot of journeys by myself. Mm -hmm. And um, I hit it, and um, it just overwhelmingly like took over everything. Like the geometric patterns started to come, and then it just all-encompassed, and I kind of like blast off, blast it off, and it was super discombobulating and actually pretty scary, and whenever I sat with the experience for a while and really thought about it, I'm like, man, why did I freak out? Why was I so scared? And I don't think it was a, it wasn't like a bad experience or anything yeah. like that. It was just very intense, and then I realized, like, I think it scared me because it was the very first time, like, I was me. Like, there, I was still myself. Everything was there, but this physical wasn't there anymore. Like, I was somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And in that experience, like, it, it, it just occurred to me, like, I have a body. I am not my body. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it really. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I, 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 that reminds me, the, the first time in my life my brain was at peace and quiet, I remember, like, 
you know, ayahuasca kind of teaches you. And I, I remember like my brain is just constantly in chatter, right? Yeah. Just the conversation chatters, meaningless, mostly just, just, just <laughs> going nonstop. And I remember thinking, man, if I stop my mind, then who am I? And it was terrifying for me because mm. I thought if I stopped the talking in my head, if I somehow silenced the talking in my head, would then I not be me? Would right. something else take over me? And it was a terrifying thing. And I decided, no, I'm going to stop the talking in my head. And it, I experienced for the first time, I'm 47 now, this is, I was 42, for the first time in my life, I felt a, a, an experience calm and peace without a need for me to interject and have a conversation with myself that's totally unnecessary. Yeah. And it was so liberating to realize that there's peace, pieces of help. Peace. You can be at peace. You can. You can be at peace. And uh, I'm grateful for that. I wouldn't, I never had an experience like that in 42 years that, that you can have peace. Right. Peace, like at a really deep level. And uh, anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that learning and, and, and teaching. And more and more now. So what happens in plant medicine, it opens up these new neural pathways. Right. It rewires your brain. brain. Mm -hmm. So guess what now? Without being I, the medicine taught me how to be at peace. Right. And now without working with medicine, I've created those neural pathways where I can sit in silence now. Yeah. Driving a car and I don't need conversation. I don't need the music on. I don't need distraction. Right. I've learned that peace is a beautiful teacher. Silence is a beautiful teacher. Yeah. And it, I, I have the framework now for that. And I was never able to get there as crazy as that sounds by myself. It's um, I'm I'm often surprised. Um, maybe it's just because I oft I, I I enjoy being like deep. I, I'm a deep thinker. Yeah. I, I I go deep into like my mind. I'll just almost to a to a to like a, a detriment sometimes because it on the opposite I can ruminate on bad things too much. But I'm I, I'm very comfortable with like being in the quiet and being by myself. And um, have you ever? gone uh, like in a float tank before yes yeah yeah i really enjoy that and um I've, I've asked people before like hey have you tried floating or something and i've gotten the response well first i heard joe rogan talk about how people don't like that in my mind i'm like why would somebody not like that but then i started having conversations with people and people were like no I, I don't think i could just sit there in the quiet with my thoughts and like they think it's a bad thing or they it, it just makes them uncomfortable and and really like coming to the realization that there are people who are uncomfortable with having that, you know, internal being left alone with their own internal dialogue. It, um, it just kind of took me back, you know, that there are people who, who, who don't have that peace and they can't be with themselves and have those conversations. I was one of them. And I think yeah. the masses are in that space. Yeah. It's yeah. too uncomfortable to look at your life in silence. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we have, become accustomed to distraction whether that's tv music radio the foods we eat that they numb us the foods so much of our life is numbing to us yes it's it's what a realization right that uh, how much we dampen our sensitivities to life and spirit and and beautiful energy yeah and it's 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 a rabbit hole you can go down and we really start looking at why that is the case but yeah, there's a um, you know, one of the things that that we started doing in our retreats is have a day or two of silence. Oh, and nice! And you, it's unreal what you can teach yourself if you're calm and quiet. Yeah, 
And you know, I, I've I've yet to do one of these, but it, you, they have something called silent. a vipassana. Was that? It's a there's um, it's a set. I think it's a seven or a ten day silent retreat. Yeah. And people talk about it as one of the most transformative days of our life. Literally, just being in a space where you don't speak. Yeah. We expend so much wasted thought and energy. It's energy, and we and we just just spew it everywhere like right. a shotgun. And you be quiet, and you be in silence. It's powerful medicine. Yeah. It's powerful medicine. Yeah. I've been wanting to try one of those. Yeah. Um, I heard somebody talking about it and they talked about how, you know, there's other people there and you're interacting with other people, but you're not speaking and everything is nonverbal and you start to really like tune in and tap into like the energy that's being exchanged and the feeling because so much communication is actually nonverbal, right? Mm -hmm. So when we take out the words and we take out like the pressure to say the mm -hmm. right thing or, you know what I mean? To to do this thing with our, make these noises with our mouth or whatever, like, yeah. and we just be, be present and be around people or to yourself and do that work. I think there can be a ton of benefit to that. That's Huge. something I'd, I would like to try as well. You know what? Uh, here's one of the things that's beautiful about it. You speak with your eyes. Yes. Oh, so you speak with your eyes. Yeah. And, and the light of the, the body is the eyes, right? So you, you can have a conversation with your eyes. Yeah. And, and tell somebody you love them or you're grateful for them. And it's a million times more p impactful for than a, a book you'd write saying it. It's powerful. Yeah. So yeah. You speak with your eyes. You speak with your energy. And uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. So, so I mean, you, um, you're, you're a guy who seems pretty comfortable making eye contact with people and, and mm. like a, a very like dedicated stare, a gaze, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I, that's something that I tried to work on, but I, I found that like whenever I first started that practice of, I've always tried to make good eye contact, but there's a difference between you make like eye contact and like glance off and, mm -hmm. and then come back. And, but as opposed to like a fixed eye contact, there's something there. Like it kind of makes you feel a certain way when you just lock eyes with somebody it there's something to that and for me it, it almost it kind of i had to overcome like a discomfort if you will yeah i, t I took a class called landmark you know anybody listen they, they have a three-day class called the forum and this was you know i don't know five years ago okay and it was so uncomfortable for me to, to sit because I, I had such ego who was i who they think i was just conversation running about a pretend person that I needed to manufacture yeah. and, and uphold this image. And at the time of my life, I was going through things that were very painful and I could not talk about them. And I, you know, I, I didn't realize how much blockage I had to just genuinely being with other human beings yeah. in a vulnerable place. Right. And so, you know, I'm grateful I learned some tools there to, to, to be with other people, but it was, painful looking at you do these dialogues and you look into people's eyes and you share authentically i didn't even know what authenticity authenticity was five years ago right and uh so yeah just anything you're struggling with in life there's a tool there's a resource to fix it you know really we've is. talked about a few of these things right but any anything that's in your life that's causing you pain we're not meant to feel pain yeah. We are meant to have lives that are vibrant and connected and, and, and lively and, and rich in every way. And so if you've got physical pain, emotional pain, if you've got anything in your life that's causing you discomfort and, and dis-ease, know that that's not what you're meant to feel and experience. 
and get the help you need. There's a book for it. There's a conference for it. There's yeah. medicines for it. There's conversation. Yeah. Right. If you're listening to this and you're in pain in any way in your life, like fix it. <laughs> there's a way to do it. There's a way to get everything done, like to feel amazing. I yeah. the the human body is very good at finding that place of homeostasis and and making do with whatever situation we give it. I always like to tell people you don't know how good you can feel until you actually <laughs> feel it. You, you know what I mean? Like so many people, oh no, I'm fine, I'm great, but then you know they lose that 20 pounds, or you know they start getting that yeah. that sleep, or you know they something in their brain gets rewired and they look at themselves different and then you just start to feel amazing and it's like holy shit you just woke up and like i didn't know i was living in the darkness and now i do and it's because the body is so good at adapting and just making it work but that doesn't mean you're at your most optimal state and the best you can be yeah true yeah and your, your body knows how to heal it, you know, if you give it the resources, right? Yes. I think I told you this, but I, I, I've decided recently I'm going to live to 111 years old. Yeah. And I've told my cells, stick around, guys. We're, we're here for the long haul. Um, let's get the resources we need to be vibrant and healthy and, and make a difference in the world. But, yeah, your, your body intuitively, if, if you talk to it especially and you have intention to live and be vibrant, you'll – be guided to people and foods and, and doors will start to open because yeah. you're, you're by, we're built for life. Life grows everywhere. Life grows everywhere and we're built to be li- lively and vibrant. And so your body wants you to live and your body is not, your body and your cells, they, they got their own plan to be healthy. And, and uh, you know, you got you to be an ally with your body, be an ally with your cells, be an ally with your organs and, and you work together. Don't, don't make your, don't make it harder on your life than you need to Right. by, uh, giving yourself unnecessary pain in any way, shape or form. Don't, don't be your own worst enemy in your life. Yeah. There's plenty of people and things that'll do that for you, but you be an ally to your body and your life. Yeah, absolutely. Like just give yourself the things that you need, fresh mm-hmm. water, fresh air, sunlight, movement. <laughs> like it's a very simple recipe. It's, it's, it's simple in concept, maybe a little bit uh, more difficult in practice because it yeah. does take some discipline and, and routine and structure to, to make sure you're giving yourself these things that you need to thrive. Um, now, we're, we're, we're so connected with nature, and I feel like we're, we've really entered a space to where you've seen a very um, – big surge in uh, more natural remedies like essential oils and different mm-hmm. things. And we, we use some frankincense even yep. before coming, you know, starting recording. Like what are, can you like educate me some on that? Cause I don't, I'm not the most educated on um, uh, like essential oils. I have some knowledge, but can you speak on that some just like the power of that or some of the things that you're doing? I mean, you're, you're, you're are farming to help produce these things as well. Right. Yeah. So, um, Relative to other people, I don't know anything. Maybe relative to somebody listening to the call, I know quite a few things. Yeah, <laughs> so, whatever, whatever you know, whatever um, you know. I mean, yeah, I've I've just recently in the last years really gotten into essential oils, and at, at, at its simplest form, everything is vibration and sound and frequency. Yes. Okay, and so in your current state, you have a vibration and a frequency. If you partake of lavender it's able to change your state to more the vibration vibration and frequency of lavender, right? Um, For my lungs, I'll use eucalyptus, right? And it's just a different frequency. And these are healing plants and herbs. Yeah. Frankincense that we just took, right? Um, 
so fascinating. They gave Jesus, right? The Magi's gave Jesus frankincense, myrrh, and and uh, gold. Yes. Right. And all specifically, why why give Jesus frankincense? And frankincense is is an amazing um, medicinal um, medicine. This specifically, it opens up your third eye and it gives you like a antenna. And I've I've only started using frankincense like a month ago. Okay. And the first time I did it, literally, we're we're talking today on this amazing sound system it's like that it's a tuning fork I, frankincense for me is a tuning fork to the universe and and it gives you like a, a sixth sense you it's like it's like a it's like a subtle halo of uh, like antenna yeah kind of taps and, you in and so every one of these plants god made plants for our benefit and healing and they all offer something for us. Right. So I'm, I'm just, uh, the more I learn about plants, the You're more I'm, I'm, I'm just getting to know it. But, yeah. You know, I take, um, I use oregano oil, oregano, eucalyptus. eucalyptus before you do yogurt. It's a game changer. Do yeah. Eucalyptus before you do yoga, breathe it in. Is that what we took this morning? The eucalyptus. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, here, rub. I didn't know what it was. But it smelled yeah. so good though. <laughs> I go, I yoga, they call me the mayor. I, in my yoga class, I give everybody oils. Cause I'm like, you don't do yoga without these oils. It changes your state. It literally takes you, you, you smell these things. It takes you to a different place emotionally, mentally, and physically. Yeah. And so why not, why not optimize your life? And yeah. So these, these plants and these, these tools are there. Why not use them? Either put some essential oils in your car. Yeah. You're going to have a better drive anywhere you're going. It just smells good. It feels good. Yeah. It, aler it alerts you. In the morning, I'll, I'll use orange. I'll diffuse orange. And it just, you don't feel tired. It, like, it activates something in your brain neurochemistry that just enlivens you. Yeah. So I'm all about it. And, and, and uh, I want to learn more about oils for sure. Yeah, I'm always, I'm, I'm constantly trying to learn. I have a, I have a friend who is, uh, is a doTERRA rep. Yeah. And I actually had him on the podcast. He was like episode number four. <laughs> we used to work together. And he put me on the essential oils. Like I do, if I'm, really, if I'm feeling a little run down, I'll do some oil of oregano because yeah. um, it's like a natural, uh, almost like antibiotic. Or if I need to like wake up, I'll do some like spearmint or peppermint oil. And just it just livens me up. And I, so I also got a, um, a deep freeze and I filled it with water and I just plug it in every now and then. So it's like a cold plunge. Mm. And then I put in, I put in some, like some lemon and some spearmint and it's like, I'll do that cold plunge in the morning. And then I get all of, like all the scents of uh, those oils and it just like wakens you up and just like it, 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 you feel amazing. You feel supercharged, like the cold and the spearmint and just everything mm. is just on fire at that moment. You just wake up. Bam. Yeah, it's it's crazy stuff like how we interact with these plants. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Plants are fascinating. I've I've heard somebody say that we're not raising plants; they're raising us. Yes, <laughs> I've heard that too. We're not growing plants; they're growing us. Yeah. Uh, there, there are people that argue that plants are more sophisticated in, on many levels than we are, and they're definitely kinder. Plants help each other out, right? They're they're kinder to each other, and yeah, and they're lively. But yeah. Um, we should all be like plants. And, yeah. and uh, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, what, what plants do. They, they need sunlight. They need nutrients. They need water, right? Plants are, that's what, how they live. Yeah. They're, they're vibrant and they grow to the biggest they can be by just having those simple nutrients. Yeah. So plants teach us like what are the elements that, w the basic elements we need in our life as well. And you mentioned um, the whole like mycelium network underneath plants, right? It's like a, it's like a highway where they, they transfer nutrients from bigger, stronger ones to weaker ones and they help each other out. And it's fucking crazy how much life is possible because of that mycelial network. Yeah. 
have you ever seen pictures of the universe? Yeah. It looks like mycelium network. It right. looks, and you ever seen them graph the internet? That's what, the, you know, you see these diagrams of what the internet looks like. Yeah. It's a mycelium network. They're, they're one and the same. Yeah. And it's a, it's th- literally nature's best way of sharing information. Yeah. It looks just like the internet. It looks like a network of stars as above, so below. Yeah. Right. And it's just phenomenal structure. Yeah, that it always it always blows me away. Um, so, what? So you're you're going down in June, right? Yeah, I'm like, taking another group in June. So, yeah. like, what does what does that look like for? Like, what's that trip look like? You know what I mean? I don't I don't know what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so, so curious about what is that. It, tr- what does it take to go? What's yeah? What, what's the question you're asking? What yeah, is like, what does it take uh, to go? I mean, we kind of okay. talked about like prepping ahead. Mm-hmm. Of, like, if somebody wanted to pull the trigger on something like that, you know what I mean? Like, what do they need to do? Yeah, they reach out to me, Jimmy Kindred at Gmail. Um, we do conference calls to get people ready ahead of time. Um, one of the things that I tell people, it's it literally is the best experience of your lifetime. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't care if you've had an amazing life, like everything has been amazing. This will be in your top five best experiences. Yeah. It really was. It's a gem to your life. I've heard time and time again that, you know, those ayahuasca experiences, like you just become a whole different person. Yeah. It just helps you like step you know, out of all of your shit, for lack of a better word, and, like, deal with it. Yeah. I, I have a friend. I mean, there's many examples of this, but I have a friend that literally, uh, she lived in Pennsylvania, and she went through a divorce and yeah. had, uh, she got hit by a truck or just some, I mean, just trauma and difficulty in her life and got addicted to some things and was at a point in her life where she didn't want to live anymore. Oh, wow. In immense physical pain, emotional pain, and just tried everything and all kinds of, doctors and in different ways and no matter what she tried it just she felt hollow and broken and and in pain her life was filled with pain and uh she she told me she her first experience was in costa rica and she she told her dad she's like she bought a one-way ticket to costa rica and she told her dad if this doesn't work she her plan was to kill herself in costa rica this was her last chance this was her last effort and she went and, st- and worked with the medicine and she's happy. She's vibrant. She's healed her life. She's an advocate for plant medicine now. And she, she's happy. Yeah. Her kids are happy. Her, their kids got her mother back. She's in a, in a, in a great relationship and her business is thriving and doing well. And that's, I mean, that's a stark 180. Yes. But that's the kind of things that are, that are possible for people. Yeah. And, um, so What's interesting is people don't know what's in their life that's hurting them in their way. Some people do, right? But there are other people that just, they're just open to learning and growing more. And so that's, I'd say you have an open mind. Yeah. Have an open mind because you don't know what you don't know and you'll get healing on levels you didn't even know. Some things you'll get healing on that you knew were issues. You can relive and, and process experiences that you had that you didn't even know was bothering you since you were four, since you were one. And you're able to kind of process those things. So, um, yeah, be be open to an incredible, miraculous experience um, is probably the number one thing. Yeah. Don't be attached to what you want to have happen or what you don't want to have happen. Just be open for miracles. Be open for learnings and, and lessons. Um, we create a, in a kind of an intimate small group, and everybody leaves. It just it's 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 like giving birth together. Everybody leaves as just beautiful friends. Yeah. And, and companions because you go through an experience and, you know, 10 or 11 days is typically a trip that feels like, feels like a decade of amazing experiences. It's, you pack so much density of amazing experience in yeah. a short amount of time. Uh, and it stays with your, in your heart. 
um, it's not just these medicines are like it's like getting an inoculation. It, these medicines work with you after the experience. You're you're changed in your biology. You're changed in your heart. And so the best thing you can do is is be open to miracles. Be open to that experience. Um, it's about $3,300 for the experience itself in terms of the financing, and that covers your lodging and all the food. And uh, we work with a medicine called Combo on the front end that really cleans your body out. Uh, in addition to ayahuasca, there are other plants that we drink that clean out your kidneys. And, mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, it's the deepest cleanse you could possibly ever go on in your life. Yeah. <laughs> and so just be ready for that as much as you can. Be ready for just a rejuvenated, um, I, I, I think it gives people probably five years at least in their life you can physically see a transformation in people's lightness of their body and and a peace in their heart and so if you're if that's something you're looking for let's let's go to the jungle and let's get your own miracle yeah that sounds like a rad time um we're kind of entering a place where you're seeing uh an acceptance of plant medicine here in the states and i feel like with the work like rick doblin and, and maps and what they're mm -hmm. doing we're we're really close to a place where you're you're going to see clinics that are offering like MDMA and psilocybin yeah. and possibly ayahuasca. What are your thoughts on that? Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. It's interesting. I have a, I have a good friend of mine. Um, he's in that space right now, drug treatment centers, and people spend twenty or thirty thousand dollars a month, and they'll be there for two, three, maybe six months, and they have a seventy percent relapse rate. Oh, wow. Seven zero. That's huge. It's huge. So people are wasting their money on so many things and a boga for certain things, ayahuasca for certain things. Uh, like I said, it f people don't know the pain that they're in and when they s can feel what it feels like to be alive and feel at peace, yeah. you just don't want the things in your life that have been hurting you. Yeah. You it's you don't fight for you don't fight to stay away from them. You your desire for things that are toxic your desire for the poison in your life, whether that's people or, or drugs or, you know, your environment that's not serving you, your desire to have those things in your life changes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's surgery and it works. Do you think you and get so the same I think the time's come. Yeah. Do you think you get the same benefit? Um, like you, you meant, like uh, how we mentioned, like you're back in traffic maybe the next day or, you know, being here mm -hmm. in the U S um, do you think you get the same benefit without, fully unplugging like i mean maybe you don't have to go all the way to the jungle but do you think maybe we put these centers like out in wilderness or something or um we're just yeah y yes and no um another thing that's beautiful about the jungle is you, you can work with these plant medicines here in the states but the level of shamanism yeah. is not the same okay. like the best shamans are they're in the jungle healing their people i mean the lady i work with when she's not actually the first time she ever worked with Westerners was like a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. This is a lady who's healing people in her front room all the time. Huh. I mean, it's not a business for her. Right. It's what she, people calling. come to her for healing of everything. And I think most of what she does isn't, there's no money involved. Somebody might give her a chicken or, you know, yeah. literally. And so these are people that just, they, they have all the resources and how to work with the plants. And so here in the States, the people, there's one thing that gives you experience is the ayahuasca itself, which is a plant, but another just key thing, it's important who you sit with and who's in your group. And um, the shamans guide the experience and they know how to, you know, extract things in your body and energy that need to go. And so it's not just ayahuasca, it's the skill and the, the, the degree of love and intention that the shaman has. Yeah. 
And so can you do it in the States? Yes, but it's, there's nothing. It doesn't compare at all. Right. It's, it's, you know, you can, you can snow ski in like Tokyo in a mall. <laughs> okay. Or you can go to Park City, Utah and ski after fresh snow. Both of them, you're technically skiing, but you, you skiing in the powder in Utah and that <laughs> is not the same as in the mall. Okay. Right. And so that's kind of like ayahuasca. You can have similar experiences in the States, but it's the way to do it. Yeah. It's, it's not the same. <laughs> it's thing not the same. Not, it's not even the same anything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really not. Yeah. Now we've covered, I think quite a bit of kind of like, you know, the process and, you know, leading up to and, and, um, you know, what you need to do to, to prepare yourself for this. But, um, the, the, the time afterwards, like that's where a lot of the work is done, right? That yeah. integration period, like how important is that for folks? It's key. Um, actually today at five, I have a call with our group, right? So, um, <laughs> one of the guys that went on the, on the trip, he spent, he got, we got home like four days ago and he spent like all day Monday this week, just crying with his daughter. And so it's. It's you have the medicine in you, but you'll have realizations in your life six months from now that just you'll totally shift things. Yeah. So I really recommend for everybody to take notes after every ceremony. You you write I rock write till my hand hurts. You just and I'll do bullet points. You want to review those notes because you'll get insight about what to change and how to be differently. And it's important to have a support network to to do that because uh, again you're you're there for healing. So it it would typically you you change your diet. Right, I eat much more plant-based, and I care about water and and my my whole diet. I used to be on the Atkins diet, where it's all about meat, and and I don't even, I don't, my body doesn't want meat anymore. So you'll you'll change some things in your in your life, yeah. You, and your diet will change, what you care about will change, maybe your profession changes. So you're you're given insight and and direction, and it's and it's important to integrate and do those things. Yeah. Um. You know, to kind of something else that I do that, you know, just like this conference, you go and you leave with the notes. If you don't have a daily practice, practice, you for whatever it is, you get off track, right? So, um, me and a couple of friends, we've been doing a call Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, for five days a week. It's called the, we we follow an outline of this book called the Miracle Morning. And it's every day. It's 10 minutes of silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, and reading a book and then journaling about it. Oh, nice. And so you prime your life. And so that or something, the book's called Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. You need a daily ritual in a system. The quality of your life is the quality of your rituals. Yeah. So you need a daily um, connect point for your own life that you can self-generate the, the change that you want to see in your life. Um, but yeah, the, the integration is the key, right? It's not, it's not about going and having this experience and not, you're going to change something in your life, yeah. whether that's two degrees or 20 degrees or 180 degrees, you're going to change some things in your life so that you can, um, be vibrant and healthy and alive, <laughs> fully yeah. alive. Yeah. Um, what 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 does your morning ritual look like? So it's it's that silence, affirmation, visualization. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I it's I, it's nothing I created. It's just these are these are things that work. And yeah. some days I'm better at than others. But yeah. um, you have to you have to dedicate time. You time. Right. Um, you be intentional about life. Right. Um, if you don't have a plan for your life, no one else does. And it's like you know having a morning routine that that you, you're able to visualize the life you want and then 
come back to it daily till you reference your your guide point is really really important so i've been doing it for like three years and it's totally changed my life that a friend of mine called me one day and he said you want to wake up every day like it's christmas and i'm like yeah yeah and he told me about this book miracle morning right it's waking up every day like it's christmas because oh, cool. you, your life starts to come on fire on your terms yeah 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 i've really found at least for me like my own personal success, like it really is um, like dependent on my morning routine. Yeah. Like I start the morning and I get those early wins and it just, it just creates this momentum throughout the day. And it's just like you, you add wins on wins on wins and yeah. it just sets the whole tone. Yeah. It's yeah. your rudder for your life. Right. Yeah. And most of us are, we're unintentional about our day. Yeah. And so it's a great way to like plan and, and be intentional about what you're creating in life. Yeah. Cause think- life, flying by yeah yeah it's it flying is. by you got to be intentional about it yeah i think adding intention to your life is a, mm-hmm. a huge piece of it so many of it, whether even like breathing some of us so many of us like shallow breathe we don't think about it it's you know it's an auto thing that we do and it's these real shallow breaths you don't really fully engage your, your full breath and diaphragm and everything like we were in yoga this morning big deep breaths all the way to your belly open that diaphragm when you do that and you tap into the breath and then you tap into this this primal state into the body and everything just starts working together like just doing things with intention i guess is my point yeah being i one of one of my favorite people that's what she teaches she teaches on intentionality that like wow what a powerful word you what are your intentions yes what a great thing to ask people what a great thing to ask yourself in in this podcast or just your life what are your intentions really because guess what? You get your intentions. Yes. So be careful about what you wish for because you're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For better or worse. Be very careful about what you wish for. I, was, I listened to a TED Talk last week. and it, it Google Ted Abracadabra. Uh, it's a 15-minute TED Talk. And as a, mu- a musician, or I'm sorry, magician that was talking about the word abracadabra. And abracadabra is a real word. I didn't know that. I thought it was a made-up word. Oh, yeah. Abracadabra is a real word. And it, it's Aramaic, which is the language that Jesus spoke. And it, I hope I'm getting this right, but it's something like um, what you speak, you create. We speak worlds like God speaks into existence. He speaks, speaks and worlds are created. We speak into our existence worlds. Yes. Our, our own life is one million percent the result of our creation. Yeah. And it starts with your language, to yourself, to other people. And, and just, just notice you're getting out of life what you speak about. Yeah. Dude, that's <laughs> why it's so important not to like speak ill of people or it, celebrate other people's success. Because yeah. when you hate on somebody's success, you're telling the universe you don't want that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's really important to... To be careful with like the things you're thinking and feeling and speaking. Yeah. Any anything that comes after I am, have it be life affirming and life giving. Yeah. I am. Have it be amazing. I have a little four year old and we try to do affirmations in the morning and I just I, I don't think there's any gift you can give another human being than than helping them get um, how important our language is. And that's something I'm very grateful for my parents for. Um, they we were very cautious around the language in our home. And I didn't realize how few people had, you know, an upbringing where your language mattered. Your language, you're building your life with your language. Have it be beautiful. Have it be rich. Have it be intentional. Have it be positive um, about everything. Um, Because your language is, is, is just everything. 
it's everything. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, Jimmy, you know, it's uh, it's been probably a little over an hour now. Um, this has been a fantastic conversation. Like, I really appreciate you like taking this time. Um, we'll probably wrap it up here. I don't want to like take too much of your time. Sounds um, good. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much. Been a brother. pleasure. Um, I'm gonna kind of turn it over to you. If, is is there? I mean, I think we kind of touched on a lot of the information. If people wanted to get a hold of you, but if there's anything that you wanted to, you know, plug, promote, um, any message you wanted to get out there. It's up to you. Like hmm. it's kind of now your time if you want to leave anybody with anything. I appreciate that. You know what? What's coming up for me is be your own cheerleader. If if you're gonna plug or promote anything in life, have it be your greatest version of you. Yeah. <laughs> if you know, uh, um, be your own cheerleader in life. Life is too short to live in pain. Life's too short to not be blissed out. Um, kind of a new thing that I'm trying to bring in my life is a day where every day you you are moved to tears by something that's beautiful in life. Like something you learn, something you see in other people, you're moved to tears of just gratitude. Life is too too beautiful to not see that. And then every day it should be filled with some amount of laughter to that level too. Yeah. So that's my wish for my own life and that's my wish for anybody on this call is just live, live life to the point of tears. Right? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful life. You're the author of your life. You've got the pen. Create something meaningful that matters and that's, that's what I'm, I'm I'm so grateful for the people in my life that have guided me along the way and given me different teachings and insight to to understand how precious this life is yeah it's you it's your life live it well absolutely absolutely that's a beautiful place to stop um dude thank you so much i really appreciate it. it's been such a pleasure meeting <laughs> you today likewise this has been great yeah. um all right everybody until next time Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I know I certainly enjoyed that conversation. I'm going to go back and listen to it again. Uh, again, if you are interested in trying this plant medicine and taking that journey down to Peru, um, I have everything in the show notes, but check them out. And if you're interested in you know, helping bring clean water to the village and bring infrastructure to the village and you know, help, help in any way, please, please, please reach out. And uh, let's let's definitely change some lives in that regard. Um, big thank you again to Jumbo Superfoods. Go to jumbocbd.com. Also, big thank you to Convergence Media Group. Go to convergencemg.com. And uh, as always, you can go to imposedwill.com. Check us out over there. We have a full line of apparel. You'll save 10% when you use the code outside at checkout. And, uh, guys, that's all I have for you today. <sighs> Next week, we're back in Missouri. And uh, we're going to have some, we're going to keep it rocking and rolling, man. I'm just, I'm just excited for what is ahead. So, guys, thank you so much for being on this journey. I couldn't do it without you guys. I think I've already asked you, but if you could just bring us a friend, it helps immensely. And uh, I look forward to continually bringing you guys amazing conversations and great content so i love you i'll catch you next time bye